mic check, mic check, one, two, who is it? Oh, is that Pawan Boys back in the building, man? Hey. Pawan Central. What up? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy, Sal Hans. I'm here with my other brothers. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Go ahead, fellas. I go by the name Uncle AK. SITM Podcast powered this episode. You know what I'm saying? Crap. In the blue. Always in the building. And a sister. Brother's brother. Sister's. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Let the man introduce himself. AKA Mr. Derenda. Yeah, man. Man, how was your week, man? Let me start off with y'all. How was your week? Move, man. Productive. Wow, man. Everybody's week was cool, but mine was stressful, man. Arsenal was giving me stress, man. Oh, not doing too well. Who was giving you stress? Arsenal. Oh, Premier League. Do you watch the Premier League? Oh, Premier League. Uh oh. We are back. We are back. We are back already. You're already stressing about it's just the first game. You're already stressing about Arsenal. Nah, this is the second game. All I know is this. All I know is this. Second game. Arsenal is not is is not for the week. That is right, Dan. That's what I've been told, and I'm a leader until hold I on, die. Hold on. If Arsenal is not for the week, then what would you say about Manchester United? Mm. Dude, I don't even watch soccer. I don't know. I'm just telling you what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please. please. Um, Palm Wine Central on all, um, on all social platforms. Um, this episode is powered by Stockhammer Podcast. Uh, what else? We're on all streaming platforms, right? At Palm Wine Central. Sir. You know what I mean? This is our Sith episode, I believe. You don't have to deserve your mother's love, but you have to deserve your father's. And that was by Robert Frost. That sounds like toxic Africanness. Yeah, I, 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 maybe maybe Robert Frost has some African in him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who the hell? That's a question. <laughs> hey, yo, I gotta Google this name, man. Like, why? Like, yeah, I never heard about Robert Frost. Nah, I've bro. Heard about him, nah. Why would you deserve your father's love, man? Like, like what is it that a child is supposed to do that a father gonna say, "I right, cool, my my man. Here you go. My love is yours." Like, what do you mean? That's <laughs> why <laughs> it's like I'm passing it down to you. It's like, okay, my father gave you love yesterday. Now I'm giving it to you. Hold it tight <laughs> until you get a son again. <laughs> a, a, a Nigerian comedian say, a Nigerian comedian say, yo, the type of money that you have is the type of money that, you know what I mean, you and your father will become mates. So to me, I, I guess that equates to like monetary value. You know what I'm saying? Where your father start going, start looking at you like a respectable gentleman. Like, okay. He could buy, he could buy land. He could buy goats. I I feel like this is what brings the whole, oh, men don't feel shit. You know I mean? Like, it's like your mother just automatically loves you, which by the way can be debatable. Right. And also it's like, your father, you're supposed to like do something in order to get loved. Like there is an action and the return is the love that 
you know, every child should have from their parents. It's just, it's wrong. <laughs> I'm not here. To this is the point where I go. Where are minors? Where are our minors, bro? We're acting like we don't have fathers. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Oh out yes, there. sir. Happy Father's Day. And the soon to be and the future fathers. You know. Yes, yes. You know. Congratulations, Dan. Congratulations. Hey man, soon, someday. <laughs> someday you'll hear me say my my little woman or my little man is out there right now. And what other would y'all would y'all would y'all wanna have kids? Would y'all wanna preferably have boys first or girls? Honestly, I'd rather have have a daughter first because she's gonna take care of her brother if I ever had a you know like I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's there's like a sister because I had a sister first. And she, she was like my, my keeper in a way, you know what I mean? Like, but dudes, <laughs> no offense to my fans, but we, we are not, like we're protective, but we're not like really good at, you know, checking on things, you know, kids especially. Are you speaking all over the place. You speaking in general, bro? Man, me, I was just, I'm just speaking in general. Guys are usually just all over the place when they're kids, but like girls are more, in place, you know what I mean? Wait, wouldn't you say that's not necessarily a guy or a girl thing, it's just how we're raised, which in other words, they're supposed to go back and erase the way we were raised and say, you know what? You too, you gotta learn how to nurture. You too, you gotta learn how to cook. You too, you gotta learn how to serve, right? Isn't that what that's a, that's, now that's, we're debating that's, that's about something good. that they could have taught us from birth? That's that's some that's that's a good point right there. I had never seen it that way. It's just in every single my point of reference as a child was I was running around, but girls were more of that nature. So I I guess not knowing what I, what I was thinking or what, what was going on. Let's I speak a little bit about your childhood, bro. Were you wrote. raised in a home <laughs> where you guys have maids or you guys didn't have maids? Maids. Ah, so that speaks a lot about how you would reason that. Mm. If you didn't have mates, you had to fend for yourself. You had to wash your own clothes. You had to wake up, like you wake up in the morning, you have a morning, like you have morning chores, you had to go to the farm. Do you even know what farming is like? Hey, I did that in America, bro. No, 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 no. Do you know what farming is like in Africa, bro? <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. But I'm telling you that the farm that I worked in was America. Wait, mm. so you did it backwards. You had you had mates in Africa and you farmed in America when you came. Hell yeah. You first were... thing first. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of farming are we talking about anyways? Yo, like, I told you, didn't I tell you? Man, like, the school I was going to, we were doing everything. The only thing we never did was butcher. They would take the, like, the animals outside and then bring the meat. But everything else was done by us. That used to be my my favorite thing to do back home, man. (laughs) When they're killing, like, animals and shit, like the cows, you know, the, the chickens. Bro, I left for that shit back home, bro. Ah. Man, let me t- let me tell you something that ever happened to me, bro. This is a childhood memory that I had. So I used to like chickens, right? And uh, I remember 
like I had an aunt, she had a bunch of them. So I asked her for one. So I raised this chicken to grow and start laying next, right? Gee, tell me why on my birthday I'm eating. And then I'm like, I'm going to check. Like it was a good ass chicken. I'm say, I'm gonna say that. We're eating meat, we're doing whatever, having a party. Man, why did I go check on my chicken and it wasn't there? They had cooked it on my birthday, bro, and they fed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I still remember it because I cried my balls out. I was like, I ate it. Like, yo, that's he had funny. a name and everything. I can't yo, that's very funny. Name, bro. bro. Yeah. That was probably one of my strongest childhood. So you ate your chicken without knowing? Bro, I ate first. <laughs> I thought it was just my birthday. They made me start, bro. They're like, pick whatever you want, bro. That I went in. That <laughs> feeling that you had was because you internally Ooh. adjusted your best friend. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I had all the rights onto this thing. And I felt like I, it was my birthday, bro. It's just my birthday, right? whatever oh man <laughs> oh, so how did you feel after you got hip to to what happened what, what i went try to look out for it i was like bro it ran away my like my dude was like nah bro we just you just ate it <laughs> like we were celebrating that's what people do oh man <laughs> that's why you're vegan though. <laughs> hey man i only, i'm i'm technically I still eat meat here and there, but bro, I eat still eat fish. Mm. But nah, man, like that one time, that that thing right there killed me, bro. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm. Anyways, let's continue. Well, listen, <laughs> where, I'm, where I'm from, where I'm from, bro. If somebody made a mistake to tell me that chicken is mine, and I go wait, hold on, tell me that chicken right there, it's mine. I can do anything I want with it. You're not gonna trip. No, anything I want. Yes. Ah, my God. It will not even live to see the next minute. That's all I tell you. It will not live to see the next minute, bro. Son, there's something in my there's something there's something in there's something in my village. We call it katikati. Boy, it's chicken now. You take it, you roast it, right? Like you literally take it, you kill it, you pull off the feathers, right? Split it in half, take out the, you know, everything inside, just rinse the shit and put it on the grill and you grill it, bruh. Then you take a piece of wood, right? And then you take a machete and you just chop the chicken on it. You don't take nothing out of it. You just chop it, chop it. And then you put palm oil, salt. You roast some um, some plantains um, or fufu and you eat that joint with it, bruh. Best experience of your life. Mm, what's that dish called? Kati Kati. Kati Kati. Mm-hmm. Okay. See how Hans is just moving his lips like that boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That sounded nice, bro. <laughs> they got they got that at your guy's spot. Huh? What's your guys, what's your guy's name that got the spot uh, um, downtown, the restaurant? Who that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that guy's name? That that uh, Mr. Energy. Uh, that's what I got. Uh, we don't. Um, we don't. We don't um, follow suit. We stand out. What was his name that you um, interviewed him on SITM? What was his name? Uh, um, 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 Valerie Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, Valerie Holmes. Yeah, Valerie Holmes. What's the name of the spot? 
Oh, Spectrum Lounge. Spectrum Spectrum, Lounge. Yeah. Shout out to Valley Homes, man. Yeah. You're in the DMV area, man. Go check out Spectrum Lounge, man. This is a shameless plug, man. <laughs> that's, 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 man, that's a guy right there. He had an episode on Stuck on the Podcast, man. Yeah. Bruh, when I say confidence, the confidence that man burns to that building, bruh. I walked out of that building like I'm about to fly, son. Like, <laughs> I need people like that around me, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, bruh. They could, like, literally say something and you just feel like you could go move that rock. Like that big old rack sit right there, you could go move it, bro. I need people like that around me, man. On daily set, kid you not. Yeah, shout out to homes, man. What did you guys give your dads for Father's Day, man? It's money, man. Just money. And then we got a um, we got a dinner planned as well. Actually, that's happening <laughs> in the midst of this recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dedication right there, <laughs> bro. Bro, that's dedication right there. <laughs> Your dad, you know, you know, you're gonna have to do two dinners, right, <laughs> to pick up for this one. As a, your, your pops, is he one of those um, African dudes that's hard to impress? Nah, not at all. Actually, he's actually a very, very humble guy. Actually, mm-hmm. very humble guy. Simple. That's what's up. I use little the little things. That's what's up. What about you? <clears throat> yeah, man. I mean. My my pops, the person I looked up to, my pops, my grandfather. So he's not longer here, mm-hmm. but he was a humble dude too, man. It's a, all about family. Yeah. So, R.P. to him. Mm-hmm. Things are so quiet over there. Let me, you know, tickle your, your feathers a little bit with this question, bro. I know <laughs> you might be like, "Why the hell is this guy asking me this question?" But I'm curious. You said you looked up to him, right? So at this point in time, now that he's no longer there, who do you look up to? And if you don't look up to anybody, do you think you've gotten enough, enough knowledge to say you could do it on your own? Yeah. Um, and, and the aspect of moving as a family man, yeah. Because like, I feel like he... Gave me the tools. Like he was very, he was very family orientated, and he always did things to like set up his family for that longevity. You know, what I'm saying that's that's one of his biggest imprint on me. It's like that baton, like carry that on. Like I want my name, you know, to still live on for many years to come. So for me, like I, I always like make sure I call my cousins, even like, because we live in America where everybody just in a little corner and tucked in and everything doing whatever they do, whatever. But I try to make sure I touch each and every one of them to make sure they're good and to make sure they know I'm there, you know? Let's speak a little bit about that. You mentioned something very, very deep right there, man. Um, and like when we're back, like when, when I was back home, right? home as in Africa, um, we didn't have technology really. So it was a lot easier for you to like walk up the hill, say hi to your friend, chill with them for like him or her, or day for like an hour or two, walk to the next person's crib, chill with them again, then come home. And then the following day do the same, right? Type of thing. You guys would literally schedule like dates, go play soccer together, you know, go to choir practice together, stuff like that. But then once, you come into America, it's like all those things that really, you know, mattered then, right? 
goes out the window. Why is it that here we don't seem to adopt that same culture of being a brother's brother and a sister's cover, right? As we did growing up back home than here. Or as you did when you were a lot younger than now. Because the way you, I would say the way, the way you shelter, the way you protect it, right? Has either increased or diminished over time. Mm -hmm. Grown, right? So yeah. in talking about this, let's look at how we've grown over time in terms of protection, in terms of putting good into the world, in terms of, you know, just being, again, a brother's brother and sister's cover, right? How has this, you know, how have we grown to be who we are today? Well, that's a great question, bro. That's a really good point. Um, I would... All right. As you were saying so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, for starters, bro, um, I think COVID has done a good job of kind of, like, helping people reassess everything that they thought mattered, right? And I know one of the things that, I think I mentioned this last episode, too, one of the things I've been doing is actually being intentional about reaching out to friends and family, right? And because I've been able to do that, I've been able to, like, repair, rebuild, and strengthen so many relationships. I encourage more people to do that. Like, I literally, I literally call people up and be like, yo, what are you doing? You're not doing nothing. Everybody's in the house. All right, cool. I'm about to pull up. We're about to go out. We're about to go talk life. We're about to have conversations. We're about to catch up. And man, it's been, it's been um, enlightening to say the least. So many people have so much to offer and they've gone through so much and they just really need somebody to talk to. And sometimes you can be that ear or you can be that, that voice of reason and wisdom. Either, either position that you play is a good position because it's beneficial to both of you. And it's something that we should do a lot more. Like I literally was at one of my cousin's house yesterday for hours. And it was one of the best experiences that we've had collectively. Him, his wife, they've been married for two years now. Shout out to them. His children. It was a great, it was a great experience, man. And you learn so much from just being in those types of environments about yourself and about marriage and about every other thing that's coming your way, right? So we need to do more of that. I got a lineup of people I'm gonna reach out to this week too. I'm gonna keep doing it until we get back to normal. And then when we get back to normal, I'm gonna make this the new normal. Where if we were in the same place, I'll be hitting y'all up every week so we could all meet up and do something because I wanna build that that brotherhood, right? It's so important to be your brother's brother and sister's cover, right? And I'm not just gonna leave it in a Zoom, in a Zoom title. I'm actually gonna be about it. So yeah, great question, bro. Thanks for bringing that up and uh, let's all do it. Let's do better. Yeah. I mean, I'll say I'm not going to blame technology for technology ended up doing the exact thing that we was trying to prevent. So, like, for example, all these, you know, cell phones and you know, Twitter and all this is to keep people together, right? To keep people in touch. But really what happens is you find yourself more dealing with people on the phone than dealing with people in real life. And I mean, some people don't really, they don't know that they're doing it. You're texting somebody, you miss them. And when you're hanging out with them, you're texting somebody else. And then again, cycle, you roll. Um, what I would say is this, I started hanging out with my friends a little more, but then I realized 
you know, the whole cell phone in the hand, texting, tweeting, taking pictures, doing all this thing. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, this is not, we really just, I just spent an hour with you, but I have no idea how you're doing. Mm, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I literally, we just had dinner. Like, we had drinks. We did everything. But I have, if anybody would ask, if anybody would ask me, hey, how is the brother doing? I just saw him. He's good. But I really don't know how you are doing. Like, how are you? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And that's how you find, you find out things and you get surprised. Like, oh, this person, you know, is, they've been, you know, they've been going through a rough, but you don't know. You never ask. You've been spending time with them, but you never really asked. You never said, hey, man, how you doing? How you really doing? Is there anything I can do for you? Yep. I've noticed this. And I remember, okay, we had this conversation. I remember when, like, you were telling me you're going to start calling people more. And I was like, um, I'm going to do a little more than that. But let's say, because we all live in different states. I fully understand and I'm aware of life. Life, meaning work all the other things you have to do. But I never want you, I never want anybody to say that they're my friend, but they can never really talk to me. In order to do that, I have to walk and be a certain way. And also I have to create that that safe zone where you can come in and talk to me with no judgment. See. Where I can really know what's up. Okay, hold on real quick. Sorry to cut you short, but I have to interject there. And you know how you, you know how when there's a foul play, right, on a football field, and the, you know the ref pulls a flag. I had to pull a flag, you know, somewhere in Dan's statement to really call this out because a lot of us don't understand, right? It's 2020, and we really need to start defining things the way they are, right? When people use the word friends, are they aware of really the definition of what a friend is? Not really. Right. And then, do you even know what an acquaintance is to begin with? Right. Because those are diff- those are two different things. And then you have your bros or your quote unquote sis or whichever, right? Type of things. Like these are all different levels of friend of, I guess, friendships or whichever. So there's yeah, a category. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where are you in that in that hierarchy? I guess. Or in that channel, uh, you know. And I'm not asking uh, you the question. This is like to no, every, like, any and everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, okay, I'll say this. For you to do that, you have to first assess yourself. What role do you play? Mm-hmm. And then from that, you can say, all right, cool. This is what I do. This is the role I play. And who is with me and who is not? Because, like I was saying, when I was trying to like interact and you know get to know people a little more i lost a lot of friends that i called friends quote unquote because i get to know a person and i'm like no i don't like this person or this person is not moving my in my direction you know what i mean and and i'm out here just i've been trying to like we've been trying to like just figure things out but there's no i feel like first and foremost in in a relationship or in an interaction with human beings you shouldn't force anything things should just happen and if they don't it's cool like i don't know why people always take it hard to heart when somebody don't fuck with them like (laughs) it's okay bro (laughs) 
Go fuck with the ones that fuck with you. You know what I mean? Like again, <clears throat> again, right? You have to. Again, you have to know who you're dealing with. You have that's to understand true. the nature of your friendship. Now, you like listen to what you're saying. It sounds like. It sounds like you have your day ones, but then you're like, mm, I'm tired of my day ones. Let me go see if I could find some more to add to my day ones. No, like for me to find it's like, my day ones. No, it's for me like to find my day ones. I had to figure because you, you, like you said, people don't really know what friendship is. You like you put everybody in the same box, but that's not how it is. So I have my day ones. I have people that got my back, people that I can talk to, people that I can go, you know, people that are with me, and then I have people that I thought were my friends, but really were just there for the ride. And that was not their fault. It was my fault because I was the one that was allowing that kind of behavior. I had my door open, right? I just let anything and everybody slide in and then everybody just roll it. But in all, honestly, until I realized my worth, first and foremost, and like once you, you sit down and assess yourself, you figure out what it is that you're with and what you're not, then you start figuring out who's your day ones and who's not. Until you do that, you don't know. Cause you're just this, all over the place. This how I see. This how this how I interpret. Um, <clears throat> this how I see what you said, right? In my own in in my own world, is I have my brothers, right? I have my brothers, and I'm not talking blood. I have my blood brother. Yeah, that's my right and die. You know what I mean? Like it's been defined by God. I can't even change that word. You see what I'm saying? Then I have my bros. Like right now, we right here. I conf- like we all confide in each other. You know what I mean? We talk about serious things, right? This is serious business, right? Right? You have this. Then there are people that I meet along the way. And I might meet again along the way. And I might meet again along the way. But my encounter with them is always meeting. I never sit to chat with them like this, right? So there's certain things that <laughs> automatically is already out the door because they're acquaintances. I cannot, I cannot expect some certain things from them, even though I don't really expect anything from anybody, but it's just a certain level of understanding, a certain level of communication, a certain level of love. You know what I mean? I don't think I'll get it there. Or even if I do, it's not something that, you know, I thought it was going to be there because it's just an acquaintance to me. But then the people that I roam with, it's a very small circle of people that I interact with on a daily basis. We build a friendship. Now you say it's not forced, but do you build on it? Do you work to keep it the way it is? When yes. you say it's not forced. Well, by forced, I mean, nobody's forcing you to be there. But do you work yes. to keep that friendship? You have to put in the effort because the same way everybody in that relationship is working mm-hmm. to keep that relationship, you put it in the same, you also have to put in weight. There is nothing free. There is nothing easy. So, there is nothing so, given. So then again, so then when you say it's not forced, <laughs> You still put it at work. It's not forced. Like, 
Well, work is not a bad thing. There's nothing that comes without putting in something. Mm-hmm. But also, what I'm saying is this. There are people that are into something that they don't want to be in it. For example, let's say um, we have you have a friend, right? But that friend doesn't feel like you're like they they want to be your friend. Are you just because you you you, you were you had put in work and did all of that? Are they supposed to stay a friend forcibly? No. no. Exactly. I mean, it's, you're the one saying they're putting in work in something. I don't want you to be there if you don't want to be there. But I will say this. Like you said, I have brothers. And for us to be here, it took us a minute. We didn't just wake up and like became something, you know, like became brothers. We met. Matter of fact, the, when I met AK, I didn't fuck with him. I was like, who the fuck is this nigga? Yeah, yo, this nigga gave him that stank look, dog. He was like, he sized me, bro. This nigga sized me, bro. Like, legitimately, he sized me from head to toe. And I just looked at him. I'm like, hey, what I do to this guy? (laughs) I'm just saying hi. That's all I'm trying to say. Hi, guy sized me. I was like, okay. Just looking at me, saying hi. I'm like, who, who, who are you? (laughs) Mugging dudes down. What? Yeah, I, I was like, nah, bro. I just, I walked past him and left. That's it. I got my thing and uh, I just went back. Whatever I was doing, I just I was just minding my business. I was like, I don't know this dude. You can't be out here saying hi to me. Like I was that. Like I had that much. <laughs> it was that bad. I was like, I don't know this dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was bad at bougie, bro. Bad at bougie, bad. <laughs> That's crazy though, because like. Hearing that from Dan, Dan is a friendly dude. Like hearing that dude, from him, I'm I don't like, know. I'm surprised. I just looked at him. I was like, "Who is this nigga?" Yeah, but um, and I asked him. I think technology should should um more, um more accelerate our connection to each other. You know what I mean? And then we should know like how to um categorize our friendships. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go on Instagram looking for true friendship. Nah. That's not about to happen over there. You know what I'm saying? So you you just got to stay connected and and make sure, like, you you check up on your friends, man. That's very important. Let me ask you this, Ans. What, in your opinion, is the right way to use technology? Because Instagram helps. Facebook helps. But what is the right way of using those things to accomplish what you want like to connect in terms of friendship connection yeah let's say you have a friend who lives in Cameroon and you live here mm-hmm. and you communicate through Facebook can you st- can you still claim that that is a friendship or is I mean, it if it's just- deep enough y'all can exchange number there's WhatsApp you know what I'm saying that's a quick instant message right there or phone call or video call. But like a platform like Instagram, I look at more as a self-promotional platform. But the thing is, <clears throat> the question is like, I mean, you could you could still go on WhatsApp, but <laughs> can you still see that and hold that conversation? Like call up this person, Damn. you guys talk on the phone. You know, we've... We've normalized this thing of somebody come to your spot. 
the door is right there in front of you. All you have to do is knock when you ring my phone. I say, I'm outside. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> really well, that, that's the thing with like all these different tools of technology, right? Because if you have a phone and you have somebody that you think is your friend and they only say happy birthday to you when you post it up on Instagram rather than calling you. In the same nutshell, that's kind of like the same thing you're saying. Like, I'm outside. I'm outside. Come outside. You know what I'm saying? But you're not using it to further that relationship. Whereas if that person has your phone number, that person could call your direct line and say, hey, what's going on? I haven't like heard from you like in a couple of weeks or so. Like I hope everything is straight. That's when you know like that person really has you in mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Vice versa. It's not a one-way street type of thing. So like y'all was that. talking about, oh, like you got put in that work. You put in that work and you feel like that work is not being reciprocated. Like keep it pushing. Right. Don't feel salty about it or nothing. Like just keep it pushing. True. You know what I mean? Like 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 they say, every every pot has its cover, right? You you gonna find that person that rocks with you and be like, yo, I, your personality is dope, man. I go rock with that. Um, so you're saying that? Oh wait, now I got this question though to ask you um, to what you said. If it's your birthday and I post you up mm-hmm. on my IG story, mm-hmm. happy birthday at Sir Hans, mm-hmm. and I post it on Twitter, happy birthday at Sir Hans, and I text you, happy birthday at Sir Hans, without a phone call. Now. Does that tell you that I care? Or, yeah, does that tell you that I care? Does that tell you that I give you a relationship? Or... I mean, if we if we haven't talked for a minute, and then it's like, you're doing all of these things, it's like, it's kind of like, what's your agenda? Mm-hmm. Right? If you haven't heard my voice, but you out in this platforms like making it seem like it's 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 like we talk every day. I like where this is going. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like then you have a different agenda. I don't right. know what the agenda is, but it's not what is what you're portraying. Right. So let me ask you this: What do you value in a friendship? Good question. What do I value in a friendship? Yes, sir. In terms of communication, somebody. Who I mean, in overall, since you're talking about phone calls a lot, what is <laughs> it that you feel like you value in a relationship? You know, because some people, I'll say this: some people, that's enough. Like I feel like they would. Some people, a text is enough. You know, some people mm-hmm. require like they feel like if you can text me, you can find time to call. Others feel like yo. I understand. Let's say you live out of town. If once a year we can do something and meet up, some people require that kind of, you know, face-to-face interaction to feel like the true friendship is growing. You know what I mean? So what is it? What is yours? So like you just speak about the face-to-face interaction. I value that like greatly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I have, 
I have friends that will hit me up. They'll be like, yo, what's going on? How you doing? You know what I mean? We talk about like how their life is progressing or how my life is progressing. If somebody is talking to you like an in interest of those kind of things, then you're like, wow, this is, you know what I mean? Checking and seeing like, hey, what's going on? Like, hey, I need help with this. Oh, I think you should look into this. You know what I'm saying? I value things like that. That's friendship. That's not friendship in passing, right? And you only have only a handful of those. Do you feel like uh, people, like, do you feel like people need a lot of friends or a few is enough, in your opinion? I feel like a few is enough. So if you were to choose, would you pick just a few? Or if you could have the same amount of, you know, like interaction with more than, let's say, 20 people, or you could just have a good five, which would you go for? Five. Okay. It's all, but about, like, it's all about quality, not quantity. Yeah. I mean... I, I'm trying. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Stop playing devil's advocate. Who employed you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, like, no, like, you gotta understand. They, I've met people, especially this newer generation. They are that twenty. Really, that, that twenty. That twenty. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it, that twenty is just gonna be noise, bro. I mean, I'm yeah. with you. I'm, I'm honestly like, I would rather be noise. alone. Like, I would rather be alone than be with the wrong people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. that's me. I'm okay with being just by myself until I meet the right people that, you know, that move the way I move. Do you, do you know you could and, be with the wrong you too? What? Are you aware of that? You could be with the wrong you. You I think you're alone, it. but you are alone in the wrong way. Doing all the wrong things. Explain a little bit. Meaning? You shelter, like you shelter yourself, you hide yourself, you shoot yourself, oh. right? But then, yeah, you are, for example, doing drugs. Um, you There's are a difference between you are, alone and lonely. Educate us, please. I mean, me. Okay, lonely, you have nobody. Alone, you're by yourself. Let me explain. So, for example, I am here. <laughs> I, like, I feel like I need to go deeper in this one to make sense. So, being alone is like I'm physically by myself, but if I had any problem, I can call you. Right? Being lonely is having nobody or nothing to, to like interact with you in any way. Single entity in like physical form and actual like, you know, emotional, mental and everything. You're just, there's nothing but you. It's like a man on an island and a man in his house, you know, like I could be in my house by myself, but I still got neighbors. But being on an island by myself, that's like, there's nothing else, just me, you know what I mean? Am I making sense? Help me here. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like I'm trying to touch on something, but I'm not getting I'm not getting there. 
No yeah, you're not getting through. <laughs> it will come soon. <laughs> it will come soon. Watch out for part two. <laughs> Aziz, Aziz I mean, was a friend to I mean, you, but, man. But 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 Dan, like you 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 definitely don't want to be an island. You feel me? Yeah, you nah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's not productive mm-hmm. at all. You know, the real question is this quality that you get that that you're expecting or you want. <laughs> does that reflect the quality that you're giving? Does that respect? I mean, does that reflect the quality that you possess I mean, in you? It should. It should. It like, should. Doesn't mean that. Uh, again, it's. Uh, it goes back to this. What? You have a friend. Uh-huh. Like, for example, let me use this human, AK and Aziz, right? Yeah. AK likes when his friends text him daily, just what's up, like small talk. You know, like not small talk, just like hey, man. You good, you know, nothing too, too long. But Aziz, you prefer that, you know, when you get time in your week, you make time to call this person and check on them and make sure everything is good. Now, you as Aziz only call them, but don't text them. So AK, does AK, him being the, you know, wanting or liking that his friends check on him daily, until they talk again, you know what I mean? And you don't not doing that. Do you feel like you are coming in short as a friend or not? Dan, are you talking about AK? Does he not call you enough, bro? <laughs> no, I'm giving <laughs> examples. <laughs> I'm giving examples. What did that do here? <laughs> First of Dan, Dan. I'm using AK Dan. as an example. No, Dan. Yeah. Um, this example of yours, I don't think it'll reflect us here. Yeah, I don't think I no, understand no, it would not reflect us because I mean, amongst us guys, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trip if Pisces doesn't call me. What the heck? What am I tripping about, bro? <laughs> like, if I need someone, I just text like, yo, bro, I need you, I, I need your help right now. If he doesn't respond to me in like five days, I mean, I'll be like, yo, what's up, Aziz? I'm like, yo, bro, you good? You alive? <laughs> and then you alive, I'm like, yo, what the fuck wrong with you? Period. Like, yo, I needed you, bro. What happened? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. That's, that's exactly where I was about to go with this whole conversation. I don't give a damn about any of the semantics anybody's talking about. At the end of the day, we're either cool or we're not. <laughs> and if we're not, that's your problem. <laughs> that's not my problem. I really don't go out of my way to try to figure out what this is and define it and if it's this or that. I'm like, yo, today I'm, I'm about to go out. You want to go out? Cool. If you don't want to go out, I'm still going out. Today, I'm going to church. You want to go to church? You want to go to church? I'm going to church. Like, at the end of the day, I got friends everywhere, right? And I understand yeah. people enough to understand that people are just different, right? So going into the semantics about everything, it just is going to give you a headache at the end of the day. If you're one of those people that feels like, oh, oh we got to do this and we got to do that, then go get a therapist. That's what therapists are for. Go pay somebody to listen to your problems and you won't have that, you won't have that problem at the end of the day. That's, 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 that's how I <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, man. It's not funny. I'm, I'm going to laugh now on it. <laughs> bro, life is as simple or as complicated as you make it, bro. Like, I've been in a situation yeah. where I know everybody in the room can't wait to come for me, and I absolutely love it. I've been in situations where I know everybody in the room has nothing but love for me. And I absolutely love that too. So whatever you bring in, I'm going to adapt to. And I'm going to be ready for it. That's just me. I'm not, man, whatever. This whole issue. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't care about none of that. I'm gonna be me. Oh man. I think that's what makes me me, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um friendship wise, I just I don't require or expect anything for anybody. Number one. So me, if I wanna if I'm if I haven't talked to you in a while, I will call you. I'm not gonna wait for you to call me or anything. Nah, I'm gonna call you. If I don't want to call you, then I don't want to call you. You know what I mean? Like again, it's like you said. Uh, I don't feel like I should complicate my life because life is already complicated on its own. So like, and especially like, man, like I can't, I can't be stressed over friends. Like those, that's like one entity in which they, <laughs> bro, like that they're supposed to, you know, like friendship is meant to, you know, like support and help you. Like, how you going to stress me, bro? It's just Especially, <laughs> I know this is, this might sound sexy, but huh? no dude, and I'm saying this, no man will stress me over, you, 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 I didn't call you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> If you call me to tell me you didn't call me, you're wasting my time. Don't call me at all. Go feel like you feel and then hit me up with facts and say, yo, man, I didn't appreciate the fact that we haven't talked in two weeks. Then I'm going to tell you my bad. This is why I didn't do it. Like, I haven't been able to call you. And then we go from there. If it's not productive, please leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll say this too. The other thing about me that I don't really care how people deliver their messages either. So I might be dealing with somebody that all they do is cuss the whole day. And that's how they talk. And they might say that to somebody else and they'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe he talked to me like that. I don't really care. I might be dealing with somebody that I don't cuss. I, I, I'm holy. I'm holy. I, I don't do those things. I don't I don't smoke. I don't drink. And I'll be like, cool, that's you. I don't really care about none of this stuff. But like at the end of the day, I think people care way too much about everybody else. And that's kind of part of the problem. Even when you look at social media, right? Everybody has an opinion and everybody is saying this against this and da 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 da. And I'm like, yo, I'm not doing none of that, man. Yeah, I could play if you want to. But at the end of the day, just know if you if you put my name out there, I'm gonna come. <laughs> I'm gonna come and just be ready for what I'm coming with because I'm I'm gonna win the fight. <laughs> hey, how's this, man? You look right like <laughs> you, know, you look right now, you look like you're ready to jump. Yeah, you look ready to go. <laughs> you're ready to go, bro. <laughs> Bro, I just I just had a flashback as I was talking. I was I was thinking about some of the couch talks and how I could feel people coming for me. And I'm I'm just sitting there and I'm like, man, these people, man. If I start if I start pulling cards, I'm probably gonna be the most hated person in this room. So let me. <laughs> like, these people don't know who they playing. Shout with. out to the couch talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was fun in the middle. <laughs> it was fun though. I, I got. I think we should do a reunion with some of those too, because some of those people. Yeah. I owe them. I owe them some gifts. <laughs> hey man, somebody give yeah, us this. Somebody, so, somebody bring fire. Uh, 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 the fire extinguisher, man. Like, this is on fire, please. Cool him, cool him, cool him, cool him. But now, like uh, honestly, bro, it shit, like it shouldn't be complicated. No, not at all. And I'm gonna say this also, like when it comes to like um, relationships, period. Like just. If it's too much for you to handle, maybe you shouldn't be in it. Maybe you should. Whatever work. it is, you shouldn't be in that relationship if it's too much for you to handle. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. It's like 50, like, that's 50-50 for me though, bro. Because sometimes I want that smoke too. Like sometimes I don't like the, 
the chick that does everything right. Sometimes I want that chick that's completely different from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. If she's doing everything right, she's lying to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would put that on blast and shoot me for one. <laughs> I don't care, bro. No human is perfect. If everything you're bringing up is perfect, that means you're, you're hiding everything else behind bro, something. Bro. And I don't want to be the guy that finds bro. out five years later, you just open bro. your door and then I fall in with the whole pitch. Nah, I, nigga. I've met some people that present extremely well. And you even begin to question, do these girls even shit, bro? I'm telling you. Guys too, man, I'm going to say this. And friendship-wise. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why, that's why, like Aziz said, like, yo, I got to, I got to ask what it is. What's your agenda? If act. I don't feel right, man, you gotta do like if if I if I'm not feeling this, I'm gonna be like, what's up? Oh, you gonna give them the AK mug? But don't you? <laughs> but don't you? But don't you think that a lot of that is because of people like people expecting? Yes, definitely. Yes, of course. How do you build a culture of? How do you build a culture that doesn't have expectations as part of the equation? Tough, my brother, that's very tough. I feel like you you first have to bring love into the picture. Love of love, what? I mean, like of love who? of self. Okay. You got people gotta love themselves first, as they are, and then if let's like I love myself, I my flaws, my good, my bad, it's me, it's my it's mine to bear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, if I coming to you, I'm not gonna try to hide nothing. Me presenting my true self to you gives you the right to choose to either choose to be a friend or whatever i'm giving you a choice and you should also be the same way and you being truthful within yourself will help the other person to be able to decide if they really feel like you're an addition into their you know their their life or you're just now you're not worth having in the, into their life how do you do simplify things how do you deal with people that you're being truthful to but they still don't take your truth face value bro fake people be fake what can i do about that you don't. i do my best <laughs> you don't. That's, that's what i was telling you bro like when i started checking on people actually having real conversation some people will be like, yo, you're getting into my business too damn much. <laughs> but then you but then the idea like I thought we was friends. <laughs> did I do something wrong? Like me asking you how you're doing it makes you feel some kind of way. I don't I'm my bad. But I'm not gonna ask you that. But I don't wanna be with somebody that I cannot check on. So I'm just gonna end this right here. No hard feelings, my friend. Fist bump. Or high five, whatever you with. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> That's the thing. I'm feeling it'd be crazy. And then the other day, the crazy part though, (laughs) the crazy part is this the truth always comes out. No matter how long you try to push it down, the truth always comes out. You can paint your skin as much as you want, but that paint comes off, bro. So, what's the hustle? Like, why are you putting in that? I feel like it's wasted energy. You just wasted energy to lie to me, and then what? I'm still gonna be that dude. <laughs> My man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you, you, you just wait. <laughs> and I mean, like you, you wasted all this time and all this energy. 
I mean, I've been like right now. I was actually talking to like some friends and like some people. They told me that, you know, like some like I had I heard somebody say some shit about me. That you know I was fake, and I was like, that's that's cool. <laughs> you know, it's like, man, like yo, but I had a like you got to check this. Door. Check him for what? That's their opinion. Who am I to tell them what to think? How would I feel if somebody came to me and told me what to think? I'll feel like I feel pretty offended. I'm sure that. So if you feel like me, I'm fake to you. You're right. You should cut me off, matter of fact. Cut me off and then go tell everybody you know. That man right there is wrong. Whoever believes you, I didn't need them in my life. Hey, for the record, Dan, you fake as shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Mr. What was the other topic we have with today? <laughs> I think that was it. There's a lot of talk on Twitter, you know, all the you know news outlets, uh, especially with the Lakers, for example, right? Um, they said the entire squad except LeBron don't want to return for the season, but LeBron wants to return, right? Kyrie said he doesn't want to return for the season too either, but bro, your team is going nowhere, so that doesn't matter. A whole bunch of other players are like, yo, there's no need to return because it's going to take away from the protest. You know what I mean? Like, right now, I feel like the protest is, you know, it's it. It's The NBA coming back is going to be a distraction to that protest. So do we think it's going to be a, uh, a distraction or no? Um, personally, don't give a damn either way. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting that. <laughs> These guys have paid millions of dollars to shoot a rubber ball into a hoop <laughs> what are they really talking about they don't represent me in any way shape or form i'll see you guys at the top i mean them playing ball is not it's not saying they representing like protests or anything like that it's just you know, it's kind of conflicting. I understand where LeBron coming from because Father Time is catching up and he wants more rings and stuff like that. So, and you know what I mean? At the same time too, it's like, he's been doing this, you know what I mean? He's been setting up programs to help like the less fortunates and, and, and whatnot. So it's kind of, I feel like if the Stop NBA does come table, back- bro. Huh? Stop banging the table, please. Oh, my damn. My mic is that straight. Like, yeah, man. You picking up everything? Yeah, I can hear everything here. Uh, <laughs> he just hyped his mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing commercials for his mic. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. You already know. Chris and Clint. So, yeah, I mean, the NBA coming back, I, I do feel like it would kind of be like a, a distraction. Everybody's gonna go back to like, okay, let's let's get back to life. You know what I mean? And forgetting that there's this problem that, you know what I mean, we have momentum right now to see this all the way through where whatever that goal is, you know. Why why in your response, why did I why why did I know you would say fatherhood is coming? 
LeBron wants some rings. That's how you know somebody that's not like LeBron. See, man. this dude, I mean, what you mean? I, I don't like LeBron. You know what I mean? LeBron is playing for the Lakers currently right now. Oh, yeah, true, true. But true, with true. the whole situation, how it is, I think I, I just feel like I want him to get it in the normal circumstances where it's like you played all regular season games and then you go into the playoff rather than playing a few season games now and then going into a playoff. You know what I mean? So to me, it's kind of like you cutting that process and it feels like kind of cheating in a way. You know what oh. I mean? Because most of these players, they've been home, they've been well rested, and they've gotten like plenty of workouts without actually being in a in a real game. You know, and then you come back, you play only a few season games, and then you get into the playoff. You know, I want to see it be in uh structured in the normal circumstances. But what if there's never a normal? I mean. They gotta keep doing because they pay. Like, listen, at the end of the day, these these athletes, they're workers. Right. No matter how you want to look at it, they're workers. Right. It's the same way anybody goes to the office and then goes home. So they gotta eat. Right. And yeah, and I, and I ask for, yes, I'm in, I'm in full support of that. You know what I mean? Like, if you're paid to play and you ain't playing, what if they say they ain't gonna pay you? Then what? Like, how are you going to feed this kid? So, like, in my sense is this. I don't know how they're going to fill in the stadium. <laughs> and, like, not get sued because somebody got sick or somebody walked in sick. Because, I mean, we all know no, in America, there's, we don't there's, not gonna there's nobody in the stadium. Yeah, they're not going to be in the so you're telling me, man, some dude standing next to another dude, they could, somebody just needs to get sick. This I know you don't watch soccer because the soccer, the, the, the English league is up and they're playing soccer, but there's nobody watch. in the stands. There's nobody in the that's, stands. I'm going to say that's true. As an athlete, does that feel good? <laughs> I'm wondering right, how. And, that, and that's why I say, like. Play, like, there's nobody, bro. It's like practice. Right, right. And that's, and that's why I was saying yeah, that, like, bro. I don't feel like it's 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 going to be the same you know what i mean winning a ring under those circumstances it well, doesn't I mean, it doesn't i i guess feel I, the I same agree with you not on. Dan said, but also Dan i'm gonna say said, that dan said the new normal i mean like wasn't i mean what's normal like, right what if what if we never go back into right that? into normal so i feel like if we adapting in every you know every other thing then why not adapt in this as well there is something that, you know I mean, if they track, I mean, if they go back, if they do this right now, an idea might spark off from this. Just maybe the D-League okay. might probably take something that might morph from this, right? Might probably take a tournament could spark from this. Who knows? Who knows? But I also feel like yeah. with every, with every uh, uh, um, struggle, at least... There must be a time of sunshine, man, when you pick your head up and smile a little bit and then get back to the struggle. And I feel and like, say, to me, that would be it. Because at the end of the day, they still, they still talk about it. The news anchors, they still talk about it, right? Oh, he was wearing that shirt. He said, I can't breathe. They talk about it. Um, 
um, they themselves to talk about it, you know, in the news um, press conferences and all whatnot. So really, what is the difference? The only thing I, my only problem with it is safety. That's my only problem. Me too. Safety. Safety, number one. And number two, man, like, what do you mean it's going to take away from the Black Lives Matter? Black people are still going to be fighting. We've been fighting. <laughs> and also the fact that you're worried about coverage. No, I mean, I mean, Dan, but the no, no. impact, in terms of the impact, because Bro, if, everybody, if, if everybody was going to work normally, like waking up every day and, and going into the office, I don't think people were going to be was going to be out there protesting like they did. That that might be true, but all I'm saying is that now that the riots are no longer, the news don't care no more. There is nothing to report. It's Let just a, black, a bunch of black people out there in the streets. Let me ask this. Let me ask this. <laughs> so just a couple of weeks back, well, since the COVID thing, we've seen a rise in unemployment, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, on unpl- there was no rise in unemployment. These same people that you said went out to riot. Would they have gotten out there to riot if they had their jobs? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't think so, though. If you had something, yeah, that's, to do, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If everybody was, you know, what I mean, waking up, going and doing a nine to five, I don't think they they would have been out there protesting or rioting. You know, mm, okay, okay. So, so how does that? Oh, so you're saying that with the NBA coming back, right? Okay, bring the norm back, yes, in a way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just going to entertain people that, you know what I mean? Because they say um, sports entertainment is it's a way to um, take people away from their daily lives, right? Mm-hmm. So w- what they face on a normal basis is just going to be secondary now. But, I mean, we used to say that uh, when Trump goes and he does, you know, Trump-like things and all why not. <laughs> We just said that, oh, he's shielding away from the main thing that was going on in the main media, the killings, right? But now the killings have taken over all what, you know, the Trump-like things. We we still hear about the killings because people record it while putting it out there. So with that saying, do you really think that NBA coming back, would it really overshadow this? The fact that, yo, these videos are coming out, people are engaging with it more. Do you really think that's going to take away from that? Yeah. Really, really? Yeah. Not everybody fucks with the NBA. That's true. I, oh, I mean... I don't know, man. I, all I know is this. Life has to continue one way or another. That's just how it has to go. Yeah, I, I'd be all for it. If the NBA was coming back, fans are able to go to the stadium, I'd be like, I mean, let's go play they ball. They might never be. They might never go to the stadium for the next five years. Who knows? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really, like, block something because you want it to be a certain way. Sometimes you got to be flexible, bro. And then when it comes to um, the NBA, like, the, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, I feel like, Whoever didn't hear shit by now will probably never hear you. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> like, whoever never heard, seen anything by now 
it's probably doing it on purpose. Hey. I believe change is going to come. But I don't believe that you can force anybody to feel <clears> a certain <throat> way. What you can make sure is you can feel however you want to feel, but don't bring that to me. For example, if I am working in a restaurant and you see me as a black man, you don't want a black waiter, that's okay. Stand up and go. Don't be out here telling the manager, oh, we want another waiter. If you do that, you'll be called out, period. And you, you know what I like, though? I like the fact that people are losing their job over this. Your voice, your words, your tweets are worth losing your job. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Because a lot of people, like, we've made this norm where people can just speak or say whatever they want to say about anybody and anything without consequences. It was just, it was just social media. It wasn't true. Nah, whatever you say is what you believe. And if you feel like, if you retweet a tweet that is racist, you're a racist too. I don't care if, oh, I was just helping a friend. Nah, bro, you read it. You pressed onto it's not automatic. You have to read it, give it, and then type retweet. You're so racist, don't you, don't you, you had to agree with it. Don't you think that's counterintuitive to what you just said that you can't force change? No, you can't. But what you can't do is this <laughs> action have consequences. Right. So I mean and now those racist individuals who are out there working and they don't want to lose their job, now they know that Shut the they, fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> is it. forcing them to change their attitude. Not really, though. They're not changing their attitude. They're just more aware of what's going on in a sense where, like, they still feel like you, they don't want a black person or a Latino or whatever it is, you know, different race kind of situation, but they can't, they can't, they're not validated in their wrongdoings. And that's what I appreciate about this time. You're going to discriminate against a human being. There will be consequences. And that's really what I, what I appreciate. All right. To close this episode, right. Um, I got to ask, what's your new normal? Um, that's a good one. This is what you do. You wavy. Going, going out with um, with a mask on. That's my new normal. <laughs> What's your new normal? But, this? More fun. More fun in every way, shape, and form. Okay. I'm still assessing mine. I'm still trying to, because everything and a lot of everything kind of changed. Even those that didn't change kind of are affected by the things that you can't do anything about. So, for example, I can't really hang out with anybody. <laughs> so, I have no idea, bro. I'm still figuring out what my norm is. He would have been a history teacher where the students in my head. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> 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 <Mr>. Danny Blue. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> But mine would be um, 
Staying home, bro. <laughs> That's my year old, man. Staying home. Is that like you be used to like leaving the house and all that thing? How do you, how do you, how do you feel? Feel what? About like not going anywhere. Like you have nowhere to go. <laughs> I'm somewhere right now. <laughs> do you know where I'm at right now? <laughs> I'm, in Palm, I'm in Palm Beach having a conversation with Aziz Hans and you. <laughs> we're having a conversation <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's why we recorded this podcast, bro. It's all in your head. <laughs> I take a stroll well, on the balcony, man. I'm going to Miami, bro. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? COVID is still out there, ladies and gentlemen. Please <laughs> be careful. Stay safe. Wear your mask like Han said. Stay safe. Let them people know how they can reach you, man. How can they connect with you? Your emails, your phone numbers, all that good stuff. Man, y'all can reach me at palm1central at gmail.com. Yes, sir. On and all so Twitter. And Twitter. Palm Wine Central. Uh Instagram, Palm Wine Central. You know what I mean? I see you. I see, I see you, you really taking it. this learning thing serious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, social media, we out there. You know, we send us here. questions, yeah, topics, so. yeah, whatever so. y'all want to talk about, you know, questions mostly. We, we want to hear what y'all think and how, what you think we should talk about, you know, people. Like, don't be shy. We will not name you if you want. Amen. We haven't gotten a, um, a, a question asked by a listener yet. Nah, man. Like, where are they? Who is your secretary? Not on our social media. Who is your secretary? I am. <laughs> I am the secretary of okay. the social media. Thank you, Dad. Okay. Thank okay. You. okay. Hello. Okay. I, okay. Need, <laughs> I okay. need you to help to talk to us. Talk to me. I'm going to talk back. I hey. got you. Hey. I got time. Uh-huh. If you don't, it's okay. Uh-huh. Holla at me. Don't slide. Holla at me. Holla <laughs> that that's Dan. That's Dan speaking. So if you're in Kigali, please send in your question. Yes, yeah, so. In any language, we can work it out. Yeah, so. Google Translator. Yes, yeah, so. Just send it. Gyms are open. I'm in the gym. I gotta get back right again. Okay, right. Yes, it's open. Gyms are open. Man, I hope I hope you're not gonna be on a treadmill with your mask on, bro. No, no, no. I gotta build muscle again. No, I gotta build some muscle, little treadmills. And again, just like you said, bro, that whole idea of wearing a mask and running—that's so stupid to me. I'm not doing that. I don't even know if I'm wearing a mask in the gym to be honest. I'm, why am I working out and breathing heavy and? Wearing a but mask like, and you gotta wear gloves. You gotta do all these things. How are you gonna do that in the gym? But you can't even grab nothing with them gloves. plastic gloves. I wear gloves anyway in the gym. So I got gym gloves. So that's nothing. But I need to get back to work. Yeah. I need to be ready for 2021 because 2020 is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Man, man, I've been celebrating my new year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for January 1st to pop up. Me, I've already been celebrating, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been let me, let me, let me, for the longest. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. But remember this, guys. You could be preparing, waiting for 2021. <laughs> 
when 2021 comes, <laughs> something different happens, bro. So better live your life bro, right just, now. Just, 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 just live your life, life right now. Get a day at a time, baby. <laughs> Take one day at a time, okay? Okay? I mean, 2020 is not canceled yet. It's 2020, but it hit us hard, man. 2020 is not canceled yet. There's so much you could have done during this quarantine. If you wanted to do a certification and you didn't get it done, ask yourself what the fuck was you doing for the past three months. Man. If you want to learn a new language and you did not, ask yourself what were you doing? If you wanted to learn how to play golf and you did not learn how to on YouTube Academy, ask yourself what were you doing? If you wanted to reach out to Sir Hans and you did not do it, ask yourself (laughs) what were you doing? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But anyways, man, my peoples, you was rocking with the fellas of Palm One Central. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK, and I'm here with one of my brothers, Sir Hans. Sir Hans, son of the soil. Here with Aziz. A brother's brother and a sister's cover. Danny Blue. What up, what up, what up? AKA Mr. Poet. I've given you that nickname. Mm. I'm gonna take that, bro. Yes, sir. I got got words for days. Anyways, man, this is Palmar Central. Thank you for rocking with us. Subscribe if you haven't. If it's your first time, welcome. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope we're not too cynical. Hope we're not too... Um, hope we don't we don't come off as we don't have emotions because we do have emotions. Hope we don't come off, you know, like... First of assholes, all, if I not. came out how I came out is how I wanted to come out. Okay, and that... Take it to live it. On that note, we are out. Can you feel the fire now?